Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. It's not too late to make someone's holiday season a special one. Start now as an Amazon delivery station warehouse associate to earn some extra money for the holidays. You'd help bring joy to thousands near you by preparing packages and loading them up for their final delivery. With night and early morning shifts available through the new year, you'd also have the flexibility to spend time with your loved ones. To start as a delivery station associate, go to Amazon.com slash holiday work. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to beanie babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B and just shop normally knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face, he kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Welcome to the Crowd Shot Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I takes no bullshits from nobodies. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy-to-digest chunks for you. Today will not be any different. Today, I am honored to have an alt night. But I did something special. I made them an intro. Let me play it. I am a real American. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you a real American who battles domestic enemies of the Republic. He speaks loudly and carries a big stick. I present to you Kyle Chapman, the based stick man. There you go. We got the base stick man himself, Kyle Chapman. Kyle, welcome. Louis B, thanks for having thanks for having me on, brother. Hey, do you like that intro? That was good, man. Yeah, you did a good job with that. Appreciate yeah. you. And I'll I'll send it to you after if you want it. But um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, really uh, I love your work, uh, especially you, especially how. Uh, how ironic it is because uh, Antifa, their tagline is smash the fash. I have yet to come up with a, a, a similar tagline for uh, cracking the commies or something like that. But um, Crush the commie. Crush the commie, baby. Crush the commie. So, yeah, let me let me get into it. What what is, uh, what set you off? What what got you to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna build a I'm gonna freaking get a get a log. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a shield and I'm gonna crack some dumbass upside his head. Well, you know, it was it you know, it's been going on for a while, man. It's been it's been simmering, it's been building, watching the uh you know, all the Trump rallies get attacked mm-hmm. multiple times by Antifa, Black Lives Matter, you know, La Raza groups, all these groups, uh, you know, various uh, left violent leftist organizations and domestic terrorist groups. So mm-hmm. it was building up for quite a while. And then the Milo event happened in uh, at UC Berkeley. So after seeing uh, that poor girl get maced in the face, yeah. uh, you know, the Proud Boys showed up there. They got jumped. One of the one of the Proud Boys got knocked out and then they were bashing him in the head with bricks and sticks after he was laying face down unconscious on the on the ground you know I, you know i said to myself that's it the next event i'm going and 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 i'm i'm coming i'm coming in force you know I, i'm not messing around anymore uh so i heard about the the event on uh, march 4th you know which which became to came to be known as the battle of berkeley mm-hmm. and uh yeah did my my research on antifa and you know uh, briefed myself on their tactics and uh, noticed they were using, you know, closet rods uh, that were basically disguised as flagpoles, clubs that are uh, made to look at flagpoles to skirt uh, various legal, uh, various laws. Mm-hmm. And and they had shields. I mean, they're that's honestly the inspiration came from Antifa. They were bringing shields uh, to these various protests uh, that they were trying to attack. So I said, well. If I'm going to go up against these guys, I, I'm going to have to be uh, equally prepared. Right. So, so yeah, you, you saw the shield, you saw the flagpole. Um, you know, their number one uh, way of attacking people is pepper spray. You know, I actually didn't show up with the goggles or the respirator, the helmet on. I just had a, a USA hat on. And uh, after I was pepper sprayed three times, I donned the helmet, the goggles, the respirator, and I uh, started cracking commies in the head. And uh, there, there, there became basic man. Yeah, I mean the uh, thing, the thing that kind of pissed me off about that whole thing was that the whole longest time these and, and let's call them what they are because I, I got no respect for them. These these pussies, uh, nothing ha- nothing legally would happen. 
Um, Nothing. The thing that pissed me off about you, not personally, was that you got arrested. I got charged with five felonies for for my actions at the the first Battle of Berkeley. I've been arrested three times uh, since then. So how how are your legal battles going on with that? Have they been resolved yet? No, it, it's still hanging over my head. Um, so I got I, I got five felonies, one misdemeanor, and I've picked up uh, two more mm. misdemeanor assaults, assault and batteries since then. Uh, dropping these fools that that are trying to you know attack us at the rallies. Uh, somebody tried to attack me while I was doing a promo video mm-hmm. uh, for the second Battle of Berkeley in uh, in Berkeley. So uh, it, it's all still hanging over my head. The deal is, is they're they're saying they're reviewing videotape and uh, they're going to decide whether or not to charge me. You know, after their investigation is finished, uh, they so they have up to a year to charge me. Okay. So how many? And that's the, that's the bambino. Come here, come here. What's that? That's the Bambino right there. That's the Bambino. Yeah, it's the little guy. I gotta, I gotta look after him. Come here, sir. Come, yeah. come here, Take your time. I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're a family man. I mean, you know, look, that's perfect. The, the child comes. Like kids know, kids know, kids know. I mean, and and you got, you got the kid coming up to you for comfort. I mean, that if that ain't proof that you are a good man, I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, man. And, and uh, you know, for anybody else out there, you know, that, that's, that's wondering if, if, if they need to, if they, if they should stand up or not to these, to these fascists, to these, these, mm. these neo-Marxist communist domestic terrorists. A lot of people are like, well, I got kids. Yeah. Well, I got kids too, man. You know, oh, I don't have money for, to, for defense. Dude, I, I, I didn't have a whole lot of money in the bank. You know, I'm a tradesman. I'm a commercial diver. You know, it's not like I'm sitting on stacks, mm-hmm. you know, but I, but I went out there and did it anyways. And, and the reason why I'm doing it is to make sure my kid has a shot uh, at living in a free nation. You know, I want to make sure my son has, has has just as many freedoms as if not more freedoms than I experienced growing up. Yeah. I mean, the the thing that I just hate the, the whole um, selective enforcement of law and and rules on Facebook and and any other social media. Uh, Like when it comes to you, these people, these uh, Antifa have have, like attacked people. Uh, Of course they, they've been masked and they, they do the hit and run, which I, I, that shit annoys the fuck out of me. I mean, growing up in Brooklyn, it was always, it was always the little kid or, or some dude thinking he's tough and he punch you when your back is turned and run away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of their main tactics is they'll pop shot you. Uh, Eric Clanton, uh, mm-hmm. perfect example. Yeah, of a you know of a coward. Uh, you know he uh, he was smashing people in the head with a U lock, a bike lock. Yeah, and then he'd scurry off like a rat back into the the sea of Antifa, hiding hiding and, behind uh, hiding behind women, hiding behind women, and that's what they do. They put the women on the front line. And then they got the guys standing behind them. They'll pop shot you with rocks, U-locks, sticks, and mace. And then when you go to get at them, now you got to push your way through all these women. And, you know, most people on the right that are like us, you know, we don't like putting our hands on women. So they use them as shields, like cowards. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing I don't get. Like, you have these women, like, 
at, at the at well, which is the which I I I take this as a joke. I think it's hilarious. I didn't get too hurt. Uh, well, I didn't get hurt at all. Let me not be a puss about it. Um, at the at the May Day uh at the May Day uh, uh um the demonstrations they had here in New York, I went with some of the Proud Boys into the fray, and you know we I got into it with with my own people Puerto Puerto Ricans that were that subscribed to socialism, and and right. like well I'm getting cursed out in Spanish by some loudmouth. It was the women that hit me upside the head, uh, like whacked me up on top of the head with a maraca, which is the most, <laughs> which is the most <laughs> fucking Spanish thing that has happened to me in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so basically, all I heard were boom. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. You know, and the girls, man, they're bold. You oh know, yeah, they, yeah. Because they, because you know, they, they they hide behind the they hide behind their you know their their gender yeah and then they'll they'll punch you in the face. They, Antifa uses the women they they send them the mass women out to run through our ranks and just mace the shit out of everyone, mm-hmm. uh, thinking that you know we're not just going to snatch them up by their hair, tackle them down, body slam them, or just get beat the crap out of them, or just get decked in the face like that like that well, one porn star chick. Well, I wouldn't call it porn star, but. That, that oh, camo. yeah, moldy locks. moldy locks. But, you know, honestly, I'm kind of over this, you know, being chivalrous with these women. No, yeah. Louis, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. You know, one of these broads comes up and pulls that stuff with me, you know, I'm going to handle it. You know, that's it. That's it. You're an, in, you're an enemy combatant at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I'm not, not going to sit there and be chivalrous with you anymore. I mean, like my mom, my mo- like my mom always said, because in junior high school, like, uh, you know, the girls there, they, they like to play the kick the dude in the balls game. Like, yeah. like they think that, like you know, when the dad say, "If a boy's bothering you, kick him in the nuts," but they, but they don't really specify what bothering is. Right. So I might be wearing a wrong colored shirt. It's bothering somebody. So I, it's uh, it's time for. <laughs> I guess it was like time for a wake up call. But you know, after a few times and and you know having to go to the doctor. My oh mom, lord. My mom was like, um, yeah. you know, if a girl is man enough to hit a man, she's man enough to take a hit from one. Yeah. And that, at least get choked out, you know? Oh no, no. It, it's <laughs> like honestly, I'm with at least you. Get snatched up by her hair or something. I, I'm with you. If she's going to if she's going to knuckle up and square up with me, then she she thinks she's a man. Like yeah. Like like that like that bus driver he that he uppercut that that chick that spit in his face. I don't know if you uh-huh. seen that video. You're going to jail now. You're going to jail, and he freaking he reached from the he reached from his ankles and he like uppercut the shit out of her. Um, uh-huh. I but um, yeah. I just I just hate the fact that you got like these guys. They they oh comrade this comrade that. Uh, it, it just, I watch these videos and it just, like, I see myself being triggered and I start swinging. <laughs> yeah, so and that, that's one of the, the hardest parts about you know, turning out to these rallies is maintaining uh, a, a significant level of restraint with these fools. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what you want to do, you know. And, and I'm from the streets too, man. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's certain words you know, you call me certain names mm-hmm. and it's just, it triggers an automatic response. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you're sitting there just 
kind of on the edge the whole time, man, because these people are throwing out punk this, bitch that, all these, you know, these fighting words. Yeah. And and, and you got to, to a certain extent, you know, you, you got to keep yourself restrained and not go ape shit on these people for words. You kind of got to let them, you know, throw the first punch or at least push you, you yeah. know, and, and, and then you can light them up. Like they go, um, and, they... and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to maintain that because we we got to keep the high ground, right? Uh, when it when it comes to these these exchanges, and, and we've done it so far. That's that's one of the reasons why the cops, uh, yeah, I don't think the reasons why they haven't charged me yet. Because when you you look at my videos where where I have, mm-hmm. you know, lit a couple of these people up, it, it's all been pretty clear self defense, right? Like it's just they even come at you like almost cowardly i i mean hmm, i don't know if that comes makes a sense like they get up they they the men they they actually come in your they get i saw the one video they get up in your face like a woman yeah they, they're trying to get you to hit them yeah they, they want you to hit them first because they're they're playing to a certain extent they're playing the optics game too so yeah. they're trying to get you on video cracking one of them uh you know without them hitting first and then they can then what they'll do is they'll run right over the cops they'll show them the video and then he they get you arrested me. he hit me when... yeah yeah exactly and then but then they they bad mouth the cops the entire time too you know oh like, yeah fuck the police yeah all, all this nonsense uh so yeah they're playing it for both sides of the fence oh yeah like there's this one like i was telling talk when we were having the discussion earlier there's this comedian chick who who's a lesbian so she tries to act ma- she has the mask she's like the dyke uh bull dyke type of uh lesbian trying tries to be all masculine uh she's a black lives matter um activist like the whole fuck the police uh, like the May Day, like last year, she got up in a cop's face, and guess what happened? She got shoved down by the police officer, and she cracked her rip. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, you know, and, I, and honestly, I think you know these things are good because these people need to be put in check. Yeah. So you know, a couple more moldy locks happen out there. You know, that girl's running around putting M80s in in, in, in uh, bottles and throwing them. And the, the damn bottles were exploding like shrapnel. And uh, she actually had a wine bottle in her hand that she was attempting to smash over somebody's head mm-hmm. when Nathan Domingo came and, and took her out. So, hey, you know, we get a few more moldy locks out there, and then, then maybe these, these little bitches will think twice I mean, what's about gonna... getting out there and trying to act like a man. And and I know, like, someone's going to listen. They're like, oh, you're advocating violence. Like, no. If you're gonna If you're going to start throwing freaking missiles at people that explode, or you know, doing that, and you end up getting beaten worse than what War Machine did to Christy Mack. You you, you can't fucking be crying. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Who just got life <laughs> pretty, today? Pretty, that was a pretty good analogy. Yeah. Um, like so, that's what's yeah. gonna have to happen. You're gonna have to like. It's gonna have to happen. That's like it. you're gonna if you're gonna get violent and start throwing throwing a shit that that could. Like really uh, maim somebody, you know you're you you're gonna you're gonna end up having to look end up looking like Rocky Dennis, like don't <laughs> like that's what's gonna happen, yeah. and you can't be like oh you're gonna hit a woman you're damn right you're not gonna throw explosives at me no you're not gonna punch me in the face I don't give a fuck how big your tits are I don't care how cute you think you are 
And I think it's, I, and, and I mean, not to sound racist, but what irks me the most are these white liberals. <laughs> That's what irks me the most. Calling me, calling me a fucking Nazi. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. You want to look at <laughs> yeah, yeah. White's got a real problem. They got a real identity crisis going right now. Oh yeah. With with whites on the on the left, and uh, you know basically you know everybody you know who's right of Marx is a Nazi, and it oh, doesn't yeah. matter if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're Puerto Rican, if you're Mexican, mm. you're, you're just Nazi. You're right of Marx. Um, it, to me, it just they, seems like they tend to be the worst. Yeah, they tend to be the worst when it comes to a lot of this stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, me personally, I find that white liberal gearheads know that some projects need so many parts it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Liberals are 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 the real racists. They're the real. I agree. They're the real racists. Uh, they're the ones. They're the ones that will be like, "Oh, why are you here? You're you're brown." I'm like, "The fuck?" Yeah. Like, I mean, to me, they they want to be so down and viewed as not racist. It's like it's like how remember when your mom was baking, and you're like, "I want to help." That's that's how these white that's how these white liberals are. Like, I'm helping. Well, so what you're seeing now Mm -hmm. is a result of decades and decades of anti-white indoctrination that's been going on, you know, all the way, you know, from elementary school straight up through academia, academia into the university system. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is these 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 white liberals have been taught to hate themselves so much to hate their culture. Um, and to feel responsible for all the ills of society, to feel responsible for everything that's happened uh, to to, a, to to non-whites, uh, that you know the, the the response of them is well, now they want to help, just like you're saying. Well, yeah. how do I help? How do I help fix all these these atrocities that that I've that I've done to you and that mm-hmm. my uh, ancestors have done to you, even though they're you know. They're, you know, their their ancestors might have never had anything to do with exactly. slavery or anything else. In fact, it was a very small percentage, you know, something like four percent. And uh, and then most of the the other, you know, sort of atrocities, it was it was carried out by governments, not by your mm-hmm. your average, you know, you know, white guy, uh, white man coming over here to to America just looking for a better life. Uh, so it's a mental illness. Yeah. I, I'm Michael Savage. You know, he sums it up pretty well. Liberalism is a mental disorder. It really is. Um, like, I can't understand how you just want to be taken care of by a government that like it's it's the it's the ultimate double think. You want to get taken care about about uh, care of the same government that you are afraid of that's going to kill you. <laughs> right. So I think yeah, the government, it's governments that were the number one, you know, killers of uh, cause of death in the 20th century. Like know? all these like Black so, Lives Matter people, like that are fuck the cops, fuck the cops. Um, have you have they ever heard of the the Gestapo or the uh, or the secret uh, the the KGB? The, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're so Stasi. Yeah, you know, have have they heard? 
You know, have they did they hear about Che Guevara and and what Che Guevara said about black people equating them to monkeys? Oh yeah, and uh, and Che Guevara and, and and the communists going and killing lesbians, killing gays, you know, killing killing blacks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, the the left traditionally has not held people of color in very high regard. You know, you you go back to the Civil War. Yeah, you go and, back to the yeah. you know to the Dixiecrats. You know, they're, they're the party of Jim Crow, the party of segregation, party of the KKK, you know. So they don't really have a very clear picture of history, Yeah, obviously. I mean, I remember, I don't know if you remember the uh, Occupy Wall Street um, things that were going on like a few years back. Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm in New York. I, I went, I went down to Zuccotti Square and there was this uh, there was this female she was holding a sign and i i i asked her so uh you know in fact hold on let me see if i can find the video uh cuz i mean there was this one other girl that uh basically she was uh going on about how she's $26,000 in debt yet she's she's too bit she's te- she's not even you know, she's only like there half-assed holding a sign saying she's $26,000 in debt, yet she's looking at her fucking iPhone. Yeah. Yet they hate they hate co- capitalism, they hate consumerism, but it it's all about oh well, I got an iPhone or they they're filming shit on their iPads and that. And like look, it's not it's not wrong to to have those things it's just that but it's just hypocritical when you're talking shit about the very system that created that if we were still under um if we were under like a socialist system i mean the type of shit we would still be rocking the nokia one or something we will yeah we'd be walking around with those the brick you know the phone that looks like a brick yeah (laughs) you know that's where we'd be. So, so these people, these these leftists, they love all the accoutrements that have been mm-hmm. and the amenities that have been brought to them by by capitalism, and uh, and and many of these inventions were also created by whites. You know, the mm-hmm. oh, the ultimate evil, white people, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but then they they claim to 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 hate capitalists and uh, and whites are. Are the biggest evil the the, the earth has ever seen, and, and we, you know, yeah. we would just all be better off if we were just all brown. Oh yeah, I know? mean, I get I get called a racist when I tell this story. Like I've like a, a white person has never called me a spick. A white person has never been racist towards me, like overtly racist. Maybe maybe subtly racist, but I, it never to my face. Yeah. Uh, the only time anyone has ever been racist towards me were the blacks growing up in high growing up in high growing up going to school it was the black people that would fight me if i spoke spanish it was the black people that would rob me because they thought i was below them it was the yeah. black people that it was the black kids that would ju- come at me five out a five on one and think that they freaking they accomplished something i mean i didn't run i mean i you know I stood in. I stood in for it. That's I, right. You put it down. That's good. But you know, but they, but of course, I got my ass kicked because it's five on one. Yeah. And they cheat. They would like go. You know, they'll you know come behind you. I mean, the only time, the only time a white person's ever been racist was what? Uh, 
two years ago, and it was, and I assumed, and and, and I assume that person voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was riding my scooter, and I was on his, um, his bike lane. He was uh, riding one of those fruity cargo bikes. He spit in my face, called me a nigger, and 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 started pedaling off while I was cursing him out, calling him every fight word you could tell a man, and he yeah. and he ran away. Yeah, we need to, to to really start to to do away with this this narrative of the uh, the racist white boogeyman. Yeah, uh, it, it's nonsense. Uh, whites are, are generally speaking, mm-hmm. worldwide, generally mm-hmm. speaking, whites are the least racist people on the planet earth generally speaking you look at all the countries in europe uh you know they're accepting all these refugees yeah not a good fucking idea by the way guys but generally speaking white and western nations are the most accepting nations and the most the the least racist nations um you know I've, i've done a fair share of world travel and uh i can tell you what uh the chinese yeah Pretty pretty damn racist. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah, especially here in Chinatown. Gee, <laughs> they 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 you know. There's a reason why they call Chinese the Jews of the Orient. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, they yeah. they, so they you don't charge China, you. You go to China and you're black. I mean, you're gonna know it, man. I mean, they and I have a sister. She's lived mm-hmm. in Hong Kong for almost a decade. No. And and uh, she's experienced a significant uh, amount of racism for being white. Um, you know, I growing up uh, in Houston and San Diego oh. experienced racism on a regular basis, uh, typically from racist Hispanics, Houston, uh, more so from racist blacks. Uh, and by the time I graduated high school, I'd been stabbed twice, mm. shot once. Damn. You know, I uh, I had a good friend. Uh, he was stabbed nine times in the throat with a screwdriver by a group of 40 Mexicans that came to my school looking for me, looking at, looking to rumble. They couldn't find me, so they, they, they just went after the first white kid they found and ended up killing my buddy. Mm-hmm. So so that, that, that this whole idea of, of, of racist white people, yeah, sure they exist, but they exist to a, a lesser extent than, than racism exists within other cultures and, and you know, we're going to have to get past that at some point because this isn't a burden that, that whites need to continue continually bear uh, in perpetuity forever. It, Actually, let me let got to stop. Let me run some statistics by you. Maybe maybe like I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But in the year 2016, I believe 100 um, percent of black people never worked a plantation. <laughs> and, I think you're and, right. And I think I don't and, think. And yeah, I, I don't think even, I'm gonna have to look that one up. I think yeah, you're right, bro. And, and give or take maybe a one or two percent for uh, you, you know, if I'm wrong, uh, I believe a hundred percent of white people have in the year 2016 never owned a slave. Yeah, ah. I don't. I don't think we could say that for for Africans though. Oh no, or for people in the Middle East. No, no, no. You could, you can't say that about the Muslims in 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 the Middle East. I mean, I read an article. They, 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 uh, they still do. Af- they still capture African slaves. They, um, they, they castrate them. Yeah. I mean, it's like why? Like, if you're so worried about Black Lives Matter, hey, hey everybody, how's about not to sound? It's gonna sound fucked up. Go to Africa, 
and 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 fight some jihadis. Nah. Yeah. Well, the the nah. the north the North Africans, which were primarily prim, they're they're not black, you know, so they're Hamitic, so they're they're primarily Arab, a little bit of white, a little bit of black, but primarily Arab. And the Middle Easterners, they ran the slave trade. Mm-hmm. They they're the ones that really created the slave trade, and then the white slave traders would go to them and purchase the slaves, and then, you know, they'd be shipped off to their various countries. But the majority of slaves, you know, were, went to the north, they went to the Middle East, and they went to the east. Uh, they, went, they, they had black slaves in China. The, the, the difference is, is they, they cut their dicks off so they couldn't procreate, so then they just die. Mm. So that's why you don't have any racial signature of them, you know, all these years later. Uh, but they would leave their testicles on because it, it would preserve their strength. So, you know, and all this is left out of the history books. They don't talk about any of this. They want to pin slavery 100% on whites. And, uh, you know, and as a result, like I was saying earlier, you got these mentally ill white people that have been indoctrinated mm-hmm. uh, to, to hate themselves and to hate their culture because they think it was all b- built on slavery and on the backs and the blood of other people. Simply not true. Yeah, and I think it's funny because, like, again, we were, while we were talking earlier, I have African blood in me. I, yeah. I, I, you know, like from what my grandmother tells me on her side of the family, her great great her great grandfather was an African, and he would tell me about the horrors of that. But the reason why I bring that up is. These goddamn liberals always try to pin white guilt on me, which is, I think, the most hilarious thing ever. I was like, (laughs) I mean, I change color in the sun. I don't burn. What the fuck? Well, well, most FYI, most whites do change color in the sun. I get a nice golden brown. Ah, so. So, yeah, we don't all burn. We don't all necessarily have. Uh, you know, fair white skin that burns in the sun. Well, you, my friend, uh, yeah, it's, you, it's you my friend, have you know, some, they, have some, what's uh, that? you, my friend, have some uh, colored in you. So, yeah, just, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I got, and I guess you're a white Hispanic is what they're trying to, is like, that what they're I, trying to pin on? I you? guess so. But, you know, according to my doctor that that's treating my ingrown hairs, I have black blood in me. So. Yeah, no, it's like I no, I I I refuse I refuse to be to have white guilt pushed upon me and it's it, I I think it's just ridiculous cuz they only use that to to try to further their their idiotic agenda agenda. Look at me, look at the Brooklyn coming out of me. Agenda <laughs> coming uh coming out uh you know well, so what yeah. they what they were able to do in Europe mm-hmm. is so they've always been able to like in Europe to divide people by class, mm-hmm. and that's how they typically were able to divide people, keep people fighting against each other that were of the same race, of the same ethnic group. So when mm-hmm. uh, you know the founding fathers or, or when our people left Europe, uh, you know the founders of this country. Uh, the the class system didn't make it with them, and, it, and one of the the things the founding fathers uh, wanted to make sure of is that class system never got a foothold here in this country. So what they've done then is, uh, you know, the govern the successive governments is that they've uh, tr- they now divide people by race, mm-hmm. and in, in in ruling a country, you know, this goes all the way back to the Romans, and uh, and even before. 
is when you're ruling over a people, it, it's good to have a, a certain amount of infighting amongst the people because it keeps them distracted from what the government's doing, which is ultimately screwing everybody. Right. You know, yeah. you keep the finger pointing going. No, it's your fault. No, it's no, it's not your fault. And it's not my fault. It's the fucking government. They've been pitting us against each other this whole time. Wake the fuck up. You know, Kyle, I, I, I uh, can I call you Kyle? Uh, of course. So, of course. uh, like, it, I, I believe your whiteness is, 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 uh, the reason why I can't get a $200,000 a year job. <laughs> I, I, I blame you for all, for everything I've gone, I blame you for my double pneumonia I had, uh, th- four years ago, um, I, I just, brother, I got my boot on your neck. Jesus. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep you down. We keep shall the brown overcome. Down. That's we shall <laughs> overcome. Like, I, I mean, and here I am. Like, look, I bust my ass. I'm, I'm trying to start a career in comedy. I'm trying, yeah. I, am I'm, I'm trying to get this podcast, this radio show, to start making money on top of working two jobs. While I support myself, not getting, not on any type of government assistance, and like I don't got time to be worrying about the white man. <laughs> yeah, I don't got time. Well, so yeah, I got, so I got more, I got more to worry about my own people trying to rob me for my shit. Well, so here's what they do: is they get these people to think. Mm-hmm. Number one, they put them into victim classes. So now everybody's a victim, and now they have an excuse for their lack of success. They have an excuse for being a loser that doesn't have a job. Well, it's not my fault I don't have a job. The white mm-hmm. man's keeping me down. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. It's the, you know, it's the, the government's keeping me down, whatever. So now they've given them an excuse. They've placed certain groups of people into victim classes. And then when they provide them with solutions, these solutions are outside of their sphere of influence. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, if we're going to fix things, then we need to pass these laws. We need to have affirmative action. We need to have free college. Uh and then that will make things better for, you know, inner city blacks, Hispanics, whatever. Um, yeah. So they get them to reach outside their sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. If you want to affect change, you affect change within your sphere of influence. You affect it immediately within your own life. So and a lot of what, what like what you see in racism is just people looking down, down on you because they, they, you know, they of the way you look or the way you talk. Right. So you want to elevate yourself immediately, learn how to speak the English language correctly. Go get a book on how to expand your vocabulary mm-hmm. in 30 days. Okay? Pull your fucking pants up. You know, dress like a grown man. Go get you a nice – go get you a little snazzy wardrobe. You know, you can get it cheap. Go to Ross, dress for less, whatever. And and then automatically you've elevated your p- other people's perception of yourself. Right. And that, And that's how you can eff- effect change immediately. You know, work on your grammar, mm-hmm. work on your vocabulary, work on how you dress. Boom. Next thing you know, watch how people treat you. Watch how people treat you differently. Watch how all of a sudden you'll have jobs opened up when you are articulate, when you have a, a vast vocabulary, especially uh, when you're black or brown or whatever. Because mm-hmm. when, you, when, when, you, when you're black or you're brown and you come off with a good vocabulary and you're articulate, all of a sudden it's like, wow. That's a really articulate, you know, it's like bonus points as opposed to me being articulate because I'm a white man. Even, you know, what, I, you know that, what I'm saying? That and even giving a shit. 
like the, you know you know how powerful giving a shit is when when you're working like that that yeah. is that is the reason why i i work two jobs because like i when i started my my other job which paid more had union benefits my my other job didn't want to lose me <laughs> because right. because i gave a shit i you were I, valuable yeah so they were like look uh you know just just stay on with us part time and, and you know because we don't want to lose you so it's like fine i, I you know it, it works out for me i work on my days off from, from the other job but like like the point i'm trying to make is these people are so cry, they're crying about money but they don't they don't want to put in the effort there's money to be made there there are services now like um you know they don't i don't get sponsored by them but Postmates, where you could like make deliveries for for uh, people order shit and, and you make oh, deliveries yeah. and you make mo- there's mo- the the point I'm trying to make there's money to be made if you just give a shit and you you make an initiative and honestly people respect you more when they see you. Act- Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride actually trying people are willing to help you if they see you helping yourself yeah um you know i i when i i called into tom Likas yesterday um because he was talking about how none of these things that are stop none of these things that are put in place to stop terrorists are working he's like people are just praying and and doing hashtagging and I, I told him, like, look, I, I was raised a Jehovah's Witness, and I was taught that, you know, you don't just pray. You God is not a genie. He needs to have something to uh, work, you putting in work for him to bless. It ain't just going to happen. He ain't going to just make things out of thin air happen for you. You have to, like, get the ball rolling for it to be blessed. And and that's that's the problem. People, a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, you know the black liberals they'll they're like oh i hope for the best oh here's a hashtag oh i i hope this happens i hope this happens and doesn't put in work they they're yeah. really they're really um generous with other people's shit <laughs> they're really yeah. like they want somebody else to pay for this they want someone to pay for for their food for their education for their and it's like the people that well, that's part. Yeah. that's part of the mental illness that has affected the uh, communities of people of color. Yeah, and so you have the whites that have been indoctrinated with a self-loathing and a uh, a, a, a hatred of themselves and a hatred of of, of their culture, mm-hmm. um, and so they act out as libtards and antifa and social justice warriors. And with the non-whites, uh, specifically you know, the Hispanics and the blacks, mm-hmm. uh, not so much with the Asians. Um, what you have with them is, well, they've been told their whole lives that is, it's because of the white man. And, and now that we owe them something, mm-hmm. we owe them something because of all the, the, you know, the past ills, you know, and then, and now they're like, no, this is owed to me. 
for for past injustices that uh, may or may not have happened to you know my ancestors. And so now they've been put into that like, oh, give me something. I I deserve something for free. Mentality. Either that, or I'm gonna take it from you by force myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jack you for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I've been. I guarantee I, you. I yeah. guarantee you. A lot of white folks have been robbed because the person who robbed them said, "Motherfucker, I got this coming. And yeah. You got it coming too." Yeah, I mean, I, I like two years ago, I got robbed at gunpoint in front of my house by by a black guy. He was wearing he was wearing a mask. He stuck a gun in my face. I'm sitting on my stoop, you know, just chilling, just chilling. And uh, you know, he, you know, he just he just took my shit. And I'm like, wait a minute, I worked hard for that. I work hard. I work hard for everything I got. And here, this person, he takes it. And which is funny because I didn't have any cash on me. The phone, the phone was the phone was useless because he dropped it and cracked the screen. Yeah. So pretty much, I friends on my mugger. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's like I mean they ended up catching the guy. I got my wallet back. Uh, the son of a bitch put his Magnum condom in there. It was like that's not mine. I, like I gave the condom back to the detective. I'm like I don't want that. <laughs> you might you ain't got no use for a Magnum condom. Ah, I'm not going there. <laughs> I mean I don't know. There's something there's something kind of homo about using another man's condom if you really think about it. Well, you know what they say, man. Waste not, what not, right? Yeah. Well, what I'm gonna use it as a water balloon or or parachute. <laughs> As a fucking slingshot, uh, throw it, throw it at him. I'm but like, yeah, bro, you're gonna need this for your boyfriend. Um, right. Well, you know, when anti, what Antifa likes to do is they like to take those condoms and they put. Uh, what they do is they shit and piss ugh. in buckets, and then they let the shit and piss putrefy for like a week or two. Um, and then they funnel it into into condoms and balloons and shit, and they throw it at us. So who who's the fucking Down syndrome dick that's on shit piss? Condom duty. <laughs> I don't know, but that's got to be like the new recruit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's the grunt. <laughs> that's the yeah. It's okay. You got to put in work. You know. I joined. I joined Antifacide within half to work. I just right. look. I'll just wear. I'll just wear my my uh, uh, fishnets and and make my dad proud while I make wear makeup. He wanted a boy, but I identify as an it. As a they, a them, what, what are the other ones? Zer? Zer. Uh, they, them, Zer. Yeah, I bet, uh, yeah, did you hear about, did you hear about the, uh, the, the Muslim transgender? No. No, his, pro, their pronoun was Biff, Bam, and Boom. Is that, is that a joke? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it is. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a uh, good one. No, it's not. Don't give it to me. <laughs> if I don't, so you know, it. I was just in New York, right? Yeah, we. we that's just, yeah. that's where we met. Uh, that's where we met. We were we were hanging out with the Modern Patriots. They they they're actually listening right now. Uh, shout out to Jovi Guy uh, and everybody else. If I missed you, fuck you. Um, <laughs> they uh, no, they wanted me to promote the Modern Patriots. They were there. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, they, solid solid dudes, man. Yeah, good. Thank you guys for showing out that day. 
Yeah, they, yeah. You guys were you guys were uh, protesting uh, Linda Sour Sewer. Yeah, Linda Linda Sour Sewer. Yeah, Sour so, Sewer. This, uh, you know, if if anybody doesn't know who she is, she is a uh, a, a Muslim uh, who has all sorts of connections to ISIS, Al Qaeda, family members in ISIS, mm-hmm. Al Qaeda. They like to throw up this, you know, finger gesture, which is like a number one sort of gesture indicating uh the one and only religion and god of uh islam and allah or whatever um anyway she was doing the uh what was it the commencement speech at at uh cnyu yeah mm-hmm. well cuny and, uh, uh cuny it's uh CUNY. City, city university of new york it's a it's a public it's a public C-U-N-O. college right yeah cuny mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we, we showed out there that day i flew all the way out from mm-hmm. the West Coast to back up East Coast. Uh, Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos. I consider him a brother in arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys doing great work out there, and, uh, and and to let these people know, it's like, look, you know, we weren't there to shut the event down, you know, because that's what they do. I, I respect free speech, but we were there to let them know it, 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 our displeasure and our disgust mm-hmm. with having some Sharia law general mutilation enforcing jihadi giving a commencement address at, at, at a place of higher learning. Yeah. So-called well, place of higher learning. Well, you know, it is CUNY. Calm down with the higher learning shit. <laughs> okay. Calm well, it, it's a, it, it's, it's a trans, it's a tra- of indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah. That's, let's, that's let's more like keep it real. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, so, I, I went to a CUNY, CUNY college. Uh, yeah. Nah, it's, it's, it's pretty much the 13th grade. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that bad, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you know, they don't I did, teach. Uh, I did a community uh, college course here in San Francisco not too long ago, mm-hmm. and the uh, it was uh, it was for uh, di- to read diagrams and schematics and whatnot. So I'm a commercial diver, mm-hmm. and in a lot of what I do is read uh, schematics and di- diagrams and what. And I just wanted to kind of brush up on a few things. Right. And and uh, when the final ca- came, the instructor gave us all the answers to the test. <laughs> Jesus. Like what's the point? He gave us all the answers. The whole class passed. The whole class got A's and B's. Of, of course. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's what they do at these these uh, liberal colleges. This was at the uh, city city college, San Francisco, uh, city college of San Francisco. Like, look, uh, I'm not gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock uh, community college because look, not everyone is cut out for for Brown University or any Ivy League school. But you know, community colleges are good for. <laughs> Um, you, you know, job job training. Like as long as you keep it job training and not this extra shit like, uh, you know, gender studies or sociology. Like if you go to if you go to a community college for sociology, seriously kill yourself. I'm just yeah. I'm not even I'm not even joking. Kill yourself. You you've done nothing for yourself. Waste the money. Yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah. Sociology. That's. We like to call it that's a, a, a course and hate the white man. Yeah, because that's all that's all they do in sociology is tell you how, how horrible white people well, are. Uh, but you know what's funny, man? Yeah. Is, so I, the other thing I do, so I, I do non-destructive testing. I work underwater. I inspect bridges, pipelines, mm. oil rigs, uh, piers for structural integrity and code. I also do some underwater welding. So I, I took a welding class. I was helping helping out uh, a lot of these guys. You know how to lay their beads and whatnot and. Mm. You know, I figured just like what you were saying, hey, man, I'm going to show up. Uh, this is a trades course. You know, I'm not going to have to hear any bullshit. 
the guy who was running the class was a, a union organizer, and every single class would 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 end and start off with a bunch of socialist rhetoric on u- union organizing and and the importance of it. And oh uh, you, you know, so you'd even in the trade courses, you're getting indoctrinated with socialism. Yeah, I mean, look, I got nothing against being. I like, look, I, I'm I'm part of a union. The only so pro- the only problem I have with unions is when once they a start rubbing shoulders with with fucking communists and socialists, which is what they were doing at at May Day. I was really sincerely pissed. I pulled out my union card and I showed it to them. I was like, look, I am really displeased. But I mean, but also, what? Why the hell are you sticking your nose in politics when your job is to collectively bargain with the with with the employer? Well, they've always done that. It's, it's nothing new. Mm. Union organizing has always been a a political thing. Yeah, it's and, just it, yeah, that that needs to change because that that is. Like, look, I understand, like, back in the 1800s, people were dying in fires because, you know, that they they didn't want... The work to... conditions were fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, I get it. But now we have OSHA, we have all these other programs. Like, look, I the only thing I care about my union is keep my pay at, at a market rate and just, just you know, go in there and, and negotiate for me. Right. I'm not that, trying. I'm not trying to make. I'm the same way. I'm not trying to make a hundred dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. We'll for what I down. do, I, I would like to. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody would like to. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> for instance, here in uh, in San Francisco, you have the uh, the people that that operate the transit system here. It's called BART Bay Area Transit. Mm-hmm. You know, they went to to labor uh, and wage negotiations with BART. Their union did. Mm-hmm. You know these guys are making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, and they're put they're pushing a stop and go button on a train. So that's where it gets out of hand. That you you, you shouldn't be getting making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year because you push a stop and a go button. It's not a skill. This is op, operating this tube, you know, this train that runs through this tube. It's not a skill. You, you're not supposed to be making that much. So so then what happens? It just gets out of control, and then where do the jobs go? You know, and, and where do the manufacturing jobs go? It runs everything overseas, right? Right. Yeah, on on so top that, of, on top of the regulations that that uh, Trump wants to get rid of, a lot of them just don't make any sense. Like, look, I understand if, like, let's say you're 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 polluting and it's bleeding into the water table and people's drinking water is like going up in flames out the faucet. Yeah. Oh, the the fracking. Yeah. yeah. That I understand. Like, okay, uh, maybe we should calm down with that or come out with a different uh, technology to extract it out safer. But, sure. Uh, but you know, because that's when you're you're affecting other, you're affecting other people. That's when your your shit is affecting uh, other people's property. That's that's what I don't get. But uh, you know, that that's that. But I'm talking like Ron Paul right now. Um, who is a great man, by the way? Yeah, Grandpa Ron. I, I you know, honestly, as much I love that guy. As much as as much as I, I am pleased with Trump, I would always prefer Grandpa Ron over Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree to to a certain extent. Yeah, I would agree as well. Um, Ron Paul, when it comes to 
uh, character and integrity. Mm-hmm. He is is unmatched in Washington. Uh, I mean, in my lifetime and probably many lifetimes before me. Uh, probably going back to Andrew Jackson and and some of the other some other founding fathers. I mean, it doesn't get much better than Ron Paul. The thing I do like about Trump mm-hmm. is what's happened is we, after eight years of Obama, uh, eight years of, of fucking Bush, mm-hmm. who, who, who just, just absolutely disgusts me oh. almost as much as Obama, and then Clinton before that, we have gone so far down the wrong path, and our government is so infiltrated with globalist and people that, that, that wish to destroy us from within that we, we kind of need a gangster in there right now. We kind of need like a, a strong man like Trump. Right. You know, somebody I, that like, he gets it. Yeah. Like, I Trump mean, gets this, it. This, he, 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 mm-hmm. Ron Paul's not going to fight as dirty. So <laughs> we need somebody that, that get in there. He's going to do some dirty boxing. He's going to fight dirty. And Ron Paul, as much as I love the man, he, he's a bit of a square. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, he, he doesn't quite understand. You know, you can see the way he ran his his campaigns. I, I campaigned for him in 2008 pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't understand Hollywood and, and all this, you know, the ins and outs of, uh, you know, the bigger picture of things. You know, he, you know his, his scope is a bit limited, mm-hmm. whereas Trump kind of gets it on a on a wider scale. And you know, we need somebody to go in there, play dirty, and and drain the swamp. And, and and honestly, I think he's he's the right man for the job. Right now, Trump is the right man for the job. I I take Trump over Ron Paul. Um, but in eight years, I'm looking forward to see Rand Paul step in, and and hopefully give us another eight years. All right. Like the the one thing I do like about Trump is. And and this is gonna transition to to uh, something, uh, something that you're doing right now. He made it okay to be a man again. That's right. <laughs> and, and 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 now you know where I'm going with this. You are you you're you're trying to get masculinity fashionable again, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I've, I'm in the process of founding. Uh... Are, are starting up a uh, a nonprofit Return mm-hmm. of the Warrior Foundation, mm-hmm. and uh, what we're going to do is you know we're going to reach out to our youth, our young men, and and our kids, and and we're going to teach them how to be men again. We're mm-hmm. going to teach them how to be alpha males, how to we're going to teach them to understand the responsibility of the man within Western society. You understand? Mm-hmm. So we have responsibilities as men. There's certain things that that fall to us, and that that can only fall to us. Uh, and, and our women can't do. Mm-hmm. So you know, when it comes to uh, you know defending defending the family, you know, we we want to teach our kids how to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, the most honestly, the most important physical skill, and I'm saying physical skill here, for a man to know. Is, is the ability to defend himself. Mm-hmm. There is no more important physical skill for a man to know. And when you have that ability, and, and I have it, um, it resonates throughout your entire life, uh, throughout the whole spectrum of your life. 
Uh, it gives you a, a level of confidence. Like when you roll into a room, when you're walking down, you know, a sketchy block, uh, when you're in a bar, some sketchy people, whatever. Um, or even if you're in a boardroom, you know, and, and you're surrounded by a bunch of fucking beta males that, that uh, you could destroy in seconds. It gives you a confidence, a level of confidence that permeates your whole life. Um, so we're going to teach the kids how to defend themselves. Uh, we're going to teach them what it means to be an alpha male and, uh, and, and, and how our society cannot survive without the warrior class. It can't. You've got warriors. You've got scholars. You have no scholars. Your, your society will collapse. All right. You have no warriors. Your society will collapse. This is how Western society works. Mm-hmm. And the pinnacle of that is the warrior scholar. And that's what we want to drive these kids to be. Yeah, and this Warrior is scholars. and this is tradition. This is all tradition. Like you know, you you have you like you you'll take your son to like the barber shop to have to expose him to uh, to masculinity. To hear how men talk. Sure. Here, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's take tra- him take yeah. him hunting. Yeah, and you, and you you skin your first buck, and you, and you and you get him like, look, it's just blood, it's just mm-hmm. blood and guts, kid. You know, don't worry about it. Take them yeah, fishing. I know it's kind of well, gross, like, but it's like cool. my dad, take them, fi- take them fishing. You know, take them fishing. Go yeah, crab, yeah, go yeah. crabbing. Got some fish. Take them fishing. Get them to get past. Because what's happened is we've had a massive emasculation and feminization mm-hmm. of 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 this latest generation, um, and it, it has upset the balance of our society, and nobody's happy. Nobody can find a relationship they're happy in. Of course not. Because no, because w- w- what's happened is the women, ultimately, in their hearts, they want an alpha male because that's what women are attracted to. That is biologically what they seek. They want to seek somebody that is going to provide them with good, strong genes for their children, mm-hmm. and somebody that can protect them, and somebody that can provide for them. Um, but then they've been told their whole lives with, with, uh, you know, the feminist movement that everything's got to be 50, 50, everything's got to be split down the middle. One night he does the dishes the next night you do the dishes. One night he cooks, next night you cook. It's all got to be 50, 50. And, uh, there's got to be two captains of the ship. Mm -hmm. Well, we all know it doesn't work with two captains. No. One, one captain of the ship. And, and, and the best person to lead that ship is the man. You know, the patriarchy is the way to go. Um, so, so now everybody's miserable. So now you got these women. Uh, they can't figure out why every time they, they do land an alpha male, it doesn't work out because the alpha male ain't going to put up with their lip. Nope. Ain't going to put up with their mouth. Ain't gonna, I'm not trying to wash any dishes, bro. I can't remember. I can't even tell you the last time I did laundry or washed dishes. I don't do that shit. Well, I take out the garbage, you know, I, I fix the plumbing in the house. I mow the lawn. Well, I live, there's I, a clear, I live on a my clear own. separation there of what I do and what she does. Well, I live on my own. So I do my own laundry and I cook my own meals. So, <laughs> well, well, hey, yeah, hey, good for you, brother. But, you know, yeah. once you land your lady, things get a little bit easier, you know, in in that department, at least. Well, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Most of the best cooks in the world are men. So. And, that's true. And I know I that's do. True. I do. I can burn. I I do know how to burn some pots. So you know, I I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll do the cooking because I don't trust 
trust this chick not to fucking poison my ass. Uh, yeah, and of course, like, hey, you know, if you like to cook, I'm not saying like, oh, a man should never cook or a man should never do the dishes. What I'm saying is, is, is that when you have a clear separation of, okay, I've accepted these responsibilities because I'm better at them, mm-hmm. all right? I'm not going to expect my girl to go out and, and, and change the oil on my 1975 Super Scout because she doesn't know how to. Right. And I'm not going to expect her to go mow the lawn. She might know how to mow the lawn, but man, she's going to push that lawnmower all over the place. She doesn't like it. She's not comfortable with it. So when you when you settle into like, look, I'm better at doing this. You're better at doing that. You know, she's she's great at at, at nurturing my son, and and I'm okay at it. But I don't think I could ever be as good at it as she is. You know. So, so I'm not going to sit there and tell her that, uh, you know, well, you're nurturing him too much. You know, you're going to have to share that with, you know, so, so when we have those clear separations, I think it works very well. So back to return of the warrior foundation, what we're going to do is start to bring these kids in. We're going to have like, uh, we'll start off with like day seminars. And Mm. are you familiar with the, the pickup artist community? Yes. All right. So what we're going to do is, so, you know, the whole, like, the main way these guys get women is they exemplify themselves as alpha males confidence, right? That gets the girl. Mm-hmm. It's the alpha male that gets the girl all the time. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring some guys in that are within this community that have been teaching men how to, you know, go and be alpha males. And we're, we're going to curtail their message uh, for, for young men and, and our, and our youth or our kids. And we're just going to tell, you know, so we're going to teach them like, uh, you know, certain ways to carry themselves, how to stand, how to walk. Mm-hmm. It's a simple, you know, it's, it's, it's simple stuff like that. Uh, how to speak to people, how to look somebody right in the eye when you shake their hand every time. Uh, for our young men, when you hold your glass up to toast, you're supposed to make eye contact. You're supposed to give a firm grip. Every time you shake somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. So there's all these simple things, these simple traditions that have been lost uh, with our youth. And uh, yeah. we're going to bring them back. I so personally get offended when another man gives me the fish palm. Oh, man, I hate that. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gripping the hand and it's like no, no grip back. It's it's like. It's, 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 disgu- like, it's disgusting, right? Like, who the fuck? Like. Maybe maybe I get a little homophobic about it. It's like, oh, you would. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? The, and so when you you shake a kid's hand, you'll notice that they almost always give you the fish bomb. Yeah. You know, you shake like somebody who's like seventeen, eighteen. You know, I, I meet a lot of these younger men at rallies. Uh, you know, and these are like kind of you know, patriotic young men because they're showing up to rallies and they're fans of mine. But when I shake their hand, I'm like. And I always tell them, like, look, son, you, you got to grab that hand. You got to, you got to squeeze it tight. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it's done. Um, I mean, my father taught me that yeah. at an early age. He taught me to make eye contact and, well, I mean, and how to go in and, and make sure you got you snatch the palm right. of the hand. You ever have somebody like go to shake your hand and they grab your fingers? You're like, damn, oh, God. You, you, you you snatched my hand too quick. Oh. Yeah, I was able to get in there and give you a proper handshake. So you know, it, it's simple stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we used to so play the game ma- as, as boys, you know, when, you know, when I was going to 
church with my mom as boys, we would we would play that little game, you know, where you where you shake where you shake each other's hands, but you're trying to like really crush each other's hands to see how hard. Oh you... yeah. I yeah. mean, I I think to me, I think that was that's a learning thing. That's the that's how it starts, right? Yeah. That's that's how it starts. So, and that's a good thing. I mean, I've gotten jobs. That that's what since getting jobs for me sometimes by the way I shook uh, the interviewer's hand. Yeah, it's it's. But this this whole fish palm, this whole weak, this whole weakness, this whole this whole feminization. Like I, I like, you know. Of course, I'm gonna get called a, a homophobe for this, but it's like. Like if, if like fine, you like sucking dick. Fine, you like sticking in another man's butt. But at least be a man about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. At least I mean, be a man. Let's be, at least be a man when you got that dick in your mouth. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, her. come on, Earl. <laughs> like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, at least, at least expo- have have the goddamn decency to exfoliate your man's balls. So, <laughs> with your beard. Um... You know, this no. reminds me of is that uh, remember yeah. Eddie Murphy Raw when he was uh, talking about how Mr. T, uh, if Mr. T was a faggot. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I don't... How old are you? I'm um, 33. Oh man, you're missing out. You're missing out. It's Gee. good shit. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was sitting up there. He's like, you know what, Mr. T was a faggot. Yeah. Anyways, he went into this whole thing about Mr. T taking it in the ass. So good shit, man. Yeah. And 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 would would not be acceptable comedy. In, in today's world because it would be extremely politically hard. of course not all the com- comedic legends like uh like uh, uh, uh um like bill hicks like uh sam bill, well, eddie murphy was totally politically incorrect he used yeah. to make front, fun of africans a goonie goo goo all that shit make fun of faggots yeah i mean all that stuff they they wouldn't make it today they would because somebody will always like I feel offended, and there will be some blonde hair white chick. I'm offended, yeah. like I'm, I'm helping. I'm yeah. helping fight racism by getting someone fired. Well, before before we before we end it because we we've already gone over an hour. What do you think of um? Uh 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 uh, uh what what's her fucking name that redhead? Oh. Oh damn yeah. it. What's her name? The CNN bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CNN bitch. The Kathy CN- Griffin. Kathy Griffin. The CNN bitch. That's her new name. That's her new name now. I don't give a yeah. fuck. The CNN bitch. The <laughs> CNN bitch. Uh, well, I know that Alex Jones and Mike Cernovich are running a really great uh, promo. Mm-hmm. They're giving away $200,000 to anyone that can get on uh, televisions you know, with a CNN as a terrorist sign or shirt. Um. So and it's like twenty five hundred bucks per person. You get on television saying CNN is is terrorist with a with a shirt or something. But yeah, I mean, like, so you know, we're, we're living in the day and age of people being uh, beheaded, uh, you know, in mass mm-hmm. in places like the Middle East and you know, quite frankly, in in, in Western countries too, to a, to a lesser degree. Um, and then this bitch. You know, shows a shoots a video of herself uh, with a, a beheaded effigy mm-hmm. of the president. What the fuck was this chick thinking, man? What were what were her managers thinking? Like there was going to be no blowback? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, me personally, as a libertarian, I don't think nothing should have happened to her. 
but in all, but of course, in fairness, because if 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 like let's say Alex Jones had a had a decapitated head of Obama or or Hillary, oh man, they would be held to pay. So I mean, I'm kind of happy, but I'm also kind of worried again as a libertarian that. Uh, this is this is uh, that she did get fired because then what's gonna stop me stop someone from from trying to get me fired if I say something of color? Well, they're gonna they're gonna go after you, anyways. You understand? Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter that she got fired. If she didn't get fired mm-hmm. and she got a fucking award, they're still going after you, right? Because you're on the wrong side. So, so you still you're still gonna face this the same amount of persecution, you know. Like it, it, you're still gonna be fucked, mm-hmm. uh, regardless, you know. So, you know, I, you know, I understand. Like we have to, like, okay, so you libertarian. I'm American nationalist. You know, we're all for free speech, this mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that was it. Was a very distasteful thing that she did, and uh, you know, but this isn't just like a, a random. I mean, she, she she's a pretty big person on television, mm-hmm. and she had a beheaded effigy of our president. Like, it's there has to be some sort of I don't know. Um, I mean, would you ever take a do a beheaded effigy of of Obama? Yeah, I don't like, know because it seems kind of hack. You see what I did there. <laughs> you're good. You're good. So you're good. <laughs> like you know, it's just like I mean, there was another comic, an open mic comic that I'm just it's just hilarious that he copied us, uh, Kathy Griffin. I'm not gonna say his name, but he was he not only did he had a, a an effigy, a decapitated head of of Trump, but he was also wearing a Wonder Woman costume. And mm-hmm. and apparently, I don't know how this got viral. But uh, he was getting slammed by Trump supporters, and it's like, it, you know, it's like, no, we're 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 tired of the fucking double standard. You wanna yeah. you wanna talk you wanna you wanna say all this racist shit you wanna talk all this all this violent shit, and you expect nothing to happen to you, like, I, and and again, I'm kind of torn because it's like, okay, where where's the line? Where's the line? Because it's like, and and you know whatever the line is, it's gonna get selectively enforced. <laughs> well, and that's just the thing, bro. Yeah. Is it's always gonna get selectively enforced against people like us, and mm. not against people like them. Exactly. And if if we sit there, if we if we continue to say, oh well, it's free speech, and and we we gotta play dirty with these people. Mm-hmm. So fuck that bitch, you know. Go after that her. CNN bitch. It's kind of like like when I was watching uh, these videos on, on Antifa before mm-hmm. I showed up at the Battle of Berkeley. You know, like I, I was trying. I was like, okay, I'm gonna affect some of their own tactics, and I'm gonna use it against them. I'm not trying to p- play fair with fucking liberals anymore. These people are trying to destroy our country. They're trying to destroy our culture. They're trying to enslave us. Right. I'm not, I'm not trying to play by the fucking rules, you know. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm done with that. So I, I'm I'm ready to bust out Saul Alinsky rules for radical right now. Let's use that against them. 
Why not? Oh, they would hate They've used it effectively against us for fucking decades. We've been losing this war for decades. They've been kicking our fucking ass because we've been too fucking proper, prim and proper about our tactics against them and too ethical in how we go about dealing with them. Mm -hmm. It's time to get dirty. So fuck that bitch. I'm glad she's fired. All right, then. So, okay, before we go, you got anything you want to promote? Yeah, if, if anybody out there, if you like what I'm doing, if you want to promote the cause, you can go to BasicDickMan.com. Uh, I've got uh, some merchandise there, some shirts and whatnot you can buy. Uh, you can also donate. At this point, I'm working very little, uh, and the majority of, of my time is dedicated uh, to to promoting the cause, to going out to rallies and, and, and putting it down in the streets and, and, and laying down the line with these liberals, mm-hmm. Antifa and these leftists. So please, if you can, donate. That would be great. Um, you can uh, also check me out on Twitter, uh, BaseStickMan underscore. You can like my Facebook page, uh, BaseStickMan. And uh, also, I have a, there, there's another announcement I'd like to make. Uh, right now, I'm in process of a, releasing a graphic novel. Uh, so working on a graphic novel, got several people, uh, former uh, uh, DC and Marvel comic illustrators, inkers, colorists, uh, you know, real patriots that are, are sick and tired of the social justice warrior liberal path that comic books have taken. And uh, so so we're going to put together a graphic novel based stick, man, it's going to be. Uh, pretty much like an autobiography of, of, of me and the events that led up to uh, the Battle of Berkeley and, and, and so on. Uh, so so keep an eye out for that. We're going to be doing a, a crowdfunding for that, maybe on Patreon or, or GoFundMe. We haven't decided exactly which, which platform we're going to use yet. Uh, but the important thing about the, this graphic novel, I'll just say this real quick, is that the you know politics is downstream from culture. And they've been kicking our ass in the culture war this whole time. Uh, they've, been, they've just destroyed us. And the tides are starting to turn on that with Generation Z. And it's important that we put out our own cultural uh, message. And maybe for lack of a better word, propaganda. To educate our youth to 1776, mm-hmm. Americana, and the freedom movement. And that's what... That's what Bay Stickman, the graphic novel, is going to be about. It's going to give these kids a right-wing hero. And if, if Bay Stickman, the graphic novel, takes off, then it becomes Bay Stickman, the comic book. Then it becomes BSM Comics. And we're looking at an entire superhero universe of right-wing, alt-right superheroes and you know uh, anti-heroes, urban heroes, mm-hmm. and leftist villains. I mean, this is it, it's a really great thing. Um, and I think it's, 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 it's the perfect timing, uh, for the release of a product like that. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I can't wait for the new superhero of BSM comics to be, uh, El Retardo, the Mexican down syndrome superhero. (laughs) He only has one leg, but he, uh, he fights people with, uh, the power of positivity and people just don't want to fight him because he's like, Oh, look how cute he is. He's eating his own toenails. <laughs> I'm going to That's hell. good. I'll I'll pitch that to my to my I'm, guys. I'm going to hell. Think. I'm going to hell. I already know this. <laughs> well, it's good talking to you, brother. 
You too, and as always, you are welcome to come back anytime. If you ever want to come on, just shoot the shit, let me know, and boom, you're on. Uh, like to thank everyone for listening. Shout out to the modern patriots here in New York. I'd like to give a shout out to all the patriots that are on the West Coast. Keep kicking the crap out of the commies, and uh, be right. sure to please like comment subscribe however you are listening to the crotch shot radio show subscribe we are now on google play music so feel free to subscribe there uh as always we are on here live at 10 30 eastern on tuesdays and um yeah and as always from my house to your house mahalo and that is my show donk Help the Crowd Shout Radio Show grow and thrive by doing something you already do. Shop on Amazon. Amazon always has great deals for whatever you are looking for. From survivalists and riot gear to Beanie Babies. Next time you're going to shop at Amazon, use my link. The prices stay the same, but I get credit for the sale. Just go to tinyurl.com slash B. And just shop normally, knowing that you're helping support the Crotch Shot Radio Show. That's tinyurl.com slash B. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.